Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. This week, we'll be discussing habits, why they matter, some good ones to adopt, and how to build them and sometimes stop them. Today's tip is to spend more time thinking about your good habits than your bad ones, because celebrating the good ones can make them even stronger. When we think about habits, our minds tend to drift to those nagging ones we've coped with for years. Maybe you bite your fingernails or twist your hair. There have been some great books published in recent years about habits, such as Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit, which explains the cue-response-reward cycle that has you clicking on Instagram every time you see that icon on your phone, or biting your nails every time you're bored. Clearly, people are interested in habits, since James Clear's Atomic Habits is currently on the bestseller list, and Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before also sold very well a few years ago. If you'd like to learn more, those are all great places to start. In any case, it is certainly possible for someone who's been biting his nails for decades to stop. But often, bad habits that aren't really hurting anyone are better off managed to simply minimize them rather than throwing the limited resource of willpower into totally eliminating them. You learn not to bite your nails in public, for instance, rather than holding yourself to the standard of stopping completely. Instead, I think you should spend some time really thinking through your good habits. There may be more of them than you think, and celebrating them can help your life in all kinds of ways. For instance, you're listening to this podcast. That means you value spending small bits of time in ways that help you learn something. That's a great habit. When you see this and acknowledge it, that encourages you to look for other small bits of time that might be used well. Next thing you know, you're putting ebooks on your phone and reading in the grocery store checkout line. I did this exercise for myself recently to try to think through good habits I have or my family has that I tend not to dwell on or even think of much partly because they are so automatic. For instance, we never have the TV on in the background in our house. If someone wants to watch a specific show, that's great, but it's never just on. We also don't put TVs in bedrooms. I don't think of this as deprivation because I can't even imagine why someone would want a TV in his or her bedroom. But the fact that I think that mm, tells you something right there, that this is truly an entrenched thing for me. I value sleep and I've built my life to allow for good sleep habits. Getting to bed on time is easier when you're not facing the temptation of watching just one more show. We also don't drink sugar-sweetened beverages in our house in our day-to-day lives. We don't bring them into the house. Again, I'm not militant about it, but it would never occur to me to buy a two-liter bottle of soda at the supermarket. I walk past that aisle as if it doesn't exist, just as I don't visit the cat food section because I don't have a cat. The result is that my kids aren't used to sweet drinks. And when my nine-year-old recently picked out a Coke at a drugstore as a treat, it took him two days to get through it. Actually, I think half of it is still sitting in our fridge, going flat. I offer both of these examples not so much for the rah-rah me factor. My kids eat plenty of other junk, and they play way more video games than I'd like. But if you ask me about my habits, my automatic response would be to bemoan that I pick at my nails and spend too much time on Twitter. Those things may be true. But in the long run, 
getting enough sleep and structurally limiting sugar consumption are probably bigger deals. Or for that matter, automatically putting on our seatbelts every time we're in vehicles. When I think of these habits, I'm reminded that fundamentally I'm a person who cares about my health and cares about my family's health. This is part of my identity. When we remind ourselves of our identities, we tend to want to strengthen them. With any journey, when you sense that you're already on your way, you want to keep going. Because who doesn't like a head start? I think, we're a family who doesn't drink much sugar, and I feel more motivated to cut up a little extra produce and become the family that eats their vegetables too. So what good habits do you have? Really think about this and feel free to list the obvious ones. Say you don't smoke. That's awesome. Right there, you're massively ahead of the game. You wash your hands frequently. You floss. You contribute to your retirement account automatically. You pay your bills in full and on time. When you think of all these things, you can keep your annoying tendency to say, um, or like, frequently, in context. So take some time today to think about all the good habits you already have. Then take a moment to appreciate them and think about how you might expand them. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.